Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's see this point. Medvedev finishes with an ace down the tee, and he falls to the ground, and he's the next gen champion, next gen finals champion. Yeah, um, perhaps not the uh, champion that we were expecting, but like you sort of knew that Medvedevich. Well, he has this, uh, he has this quality in him. It's just a matter of whether he'll be able to tap into it. And as a whole, I think, you know, he absolutely was. He was sort of flawless, I mean, throughout the week, other than struggling with himself, really, like with with the mental demons, right? No one really came all that close, like in terms of level of play, let's say, and also how constant he was. Like he was just, you know, he, he kept smashing that forehand. He kept firing these aces and... As as a as a sort of general thing, I mean, he was just all the time bringing that fire to the court. Yeah, and the serving was elite throughout, right? So yeah, that is absolutely. something that really carried him to win in the end. Because, like, I think the, I think what you said was pretty accurate that Fees really has to had to match him in the serving department, and he never did that consistently enough. Yeah, he did that for two sets. He actually got for got to the fine. Uh, he actually got to the uh, tiebreak in both of them. He get he got some minor chokes. Well, minor choke in the fourth set from Medvedevich, a huge one in the first set. But that kind of shows you the importance of this, right? When he was able to match him, he at least got Medvedevich into a situation where he was able to get some errors from him, some sort of mental fragility, some sort of instability, I guess. Whereas when he can't match that, when Medvedevich just gets a lot of returns back and they're, they're trading with each other and Fils commits some key backhand errors, then there's not no even like a, a chance for Medvedevich to miss, a, a chance for Medvedevich to start fighting these mental demons and uh, scar tissue to show up again. So... So yeah, but but overall, I mean, Medvedevich outplayed Fields today, like hundred mm-hmm. percent. 
And that goes for all his opponents this week, really. Um, Ajedovic, of course, ends the week undefeated. He picks up over $500,000. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think he really just, um, I tweeted just <laughs> that just a second ago, but um, what I was saying before the event, that him and Fields are probably the two ones that I'm sort of expecting like the most constant presence on at the top of the sport from. I think he really cemented the, this status this week. Uh, he really showed that it's doable. And even if the last losses might give you some doubts, because, well, I certainly had, like, um, was a little discouraged by how he was losing recently. Like, I knew that this is just part of the process and his weapons are way too huge, probably, in order for him to, like, get stuck in, uh, in at some sort of, let's say, this 100-ish ranking that he has right now. Uh, but I think this just sets him up beautifully for 2024. Yeah, and maybe we'll see him as the Serbian number two next year. I wonder if that's bold. Um, Ketsmanovic, Jere. Yeah, I mean, it's... It is kind it of is bold. bold. He'd it have to be somewhere around, uh, you what, 30 or 35 in the world, so... Yeah, um, maybe someone was saying that I remember in, in the chats uh, maybe yesterday or two days ago that this event is also like built on pressure points and, you know, that high sort of action-packed format. And it actually can be really helpful to players who are sometimes struggling with the clutch factor. Uh, Ghosty, I mean, the Slovak number one, if it's outside the top 100, it doesn't quite have the same ring to it, right? I, I, I think it's Molchan. I don't think it's Klein. Klein is probably at like 170 right now. Molchan probably at like 120 or 30. But I don't know if you should be proud about this, you know? It, it's not exactly a ranking that, you know, shows Alex Molchan's full um, talent and also doesn't really show the strength of Slovak tennis that sometimes you know we we uh was was at a much stronger spot so i don't know if you should be proud about this one but um well anyway <laughs> and of course he started the match started this event with a five set win and ended it with a five set win, so yeah um mafia also says that maybe he'll keep a lot of this money i guess this is re referring to the taxes in saudi arabia i wonder if i can actually look up what sort of taxes uh, Medvedovic can be looking at um, in terms of that here. And then if I, if I find the detail sheet for this event, it, it, it might be stated there, but I'm not sure if it will be. Um, but yeah, absolutely massive check going his way. We'll see what the Djokovic you know, uh, deal is going to be like from now. I mean, Medvedevich surely has earned enough now to sort of no tax withheld. Actually, wow. Well, yeah. There's no tax. Literally zero percent tax on the prize money they have here. 
I mean, I would go there. I would, I, I would go there, hundred percent. You know, if I was a player, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna change my mind. Shelton Musetti, why weren't you here? <laughs> no, but of course. Well, I mean, um, they don't need the money. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, most of these next-gen guys don't really need it all that much because they have, you know, huge sponsorships given that they're young and so good, right? But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Slovakia is going to refuse you refuse me entrance to the country, apparently. That would be a shame because I, I actually love the uh, the Tatras, you know. Um, also, their challengers. So that would be a big shame. But hopefully that's not the case. They know that I'm a Lucas Klein fan, so they like me there. Uh, obviously, yeah, we'll see if he's again. He's got tremendous upside, says Ghosty. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Djokovic and Medvedevich winning the finals tournaments. I guess we can we can sort of call it that because in the on the WTA side we have the elite trophy, which I guess is closer to the WTA finals than you know next gen finals to the ATP. But yeah, still the two finals that we had. It would be perfect, I guess, if Djokovic and Medvedovic won the, the Davis Cup finals as well, right? Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. For Serbia, but of course that didn't materialize. There's a lot of love for Idemos and uh, love for Medvedovic in the chat. Idemo, by the way, I also recently heard is a quarantine mute thing now because his coach is Petar Popovic and he goes Idemo all the time. Uh, that's completely random though but yeah i i love the fact that medjedovic is going to get a lot of hype from this you know because as we as we stated somewhere during this broadcast he kind of wasn't getting the the hype that was sort of deserved for him after the results that he got this year i feel like in terms of engagement on social media despite the two atp 250s uh it, it wasn't quite as high as for some other let's say for streaker for example right and i think he deserves to be treated at the sort of same level as as Dom, as Dominic Stika right now, and um, yeah, what a talent! What a week for him. He actually lost quite a few sets, but I think of, overall, I can still say he was like more or less flawless. I mean that that's what that that's peak Medvedovic for you right here. And for now, this is the peak Medvedovic. Maybe next year, this is going to be you know trans transcend into a very different level. Definitely uh, a guy who could still use just a touch more experience, just uh, the, the uh, ability to end the points, you know, in a different way than just by blasting the ball or, uh, you know, overcome all of these mental things. But anyway, the game is there. I mean, the, the brute power that he has and also the, the, the way he sort of smartly navigated through some of these matches, like the one today, um, always sort of bouncing back after losing that tiebreaker. Uh, I think that was that was a really good show. And as a whole, just what a week. And um, I, I'm really glad that that we got that winner because I feel like if Fields wins the next-gen finals, we don't actually uh, have that sort of springboard for him in 2024. Like his springboard, Fields says, is already built. He, his springboard is already in place. Medvedovic's springboard is this event. And... Um, and that's amazing, and um, yeah, all, all the more excited, all the more reasons to be excited for him in 2024. Yeah, I mean, sort of a lot of people, if they didn't know these other players very well, they knew who Fees was, right? So oh, coming yeah. into this event, they were like, "Oh, you know, Fees is going to win this." You know, no point in even really being fully tuned in, locked in. And then when they see this result, you know, they'll be more intrigued. They, they, he'll get Hamad will get more hype, and sort of the Fees 
has already, like you said, laid the groundwork this year by winning his first title in Lyon, getting to another final in Antwerp. Obviously, all the challenger success at the start of the year with all those points in January and February in that indoor February swing. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, he can still grow quite a lot next year in the rankings. And I expect Medvedevic, I mean, I expect both these players to be firmly in the top uh, 50. I mean, I even say that Medvedevic can maybe potentially be the second best Serbian. I don't know if that's bold, but, you know. It is a little. I think I think with Kacmanovic and Jaira, it is a little bold, but um, it yeah. is doable. But maybe sort of not really believing in Kacmanovic, you know, yeah. putting together cons- week-to-week results, and you I know, know Jaira. We saw <laughs> some good. <laughs> so we saw some some good. Uh, oh, I don't think it will be Filip Krajinovic. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although you never know. Maybe maybe next year he's the comeback player of the year. But uh, I don't. Yeah, I have my yeah. doubts about that. Yeah. Someone actually recently on Twitter um, during the Davis Cup finals was asking me whether maybe Majerovic shouldn't have been Serbia's number two pick. And I was like, there is a serious argument that he might have the highest upside out of all these other guys, but Djokovic. Like in the long run, definitely. In the uh, right now, maybe. But I just wouldn't, you know, trust him to perform, right? In, in that sort of scenario. So I think it was perfectly fine not to play him. I don't think the next-gen finals makes me think about it a different way either. But it, it might not be long until Medvedevic is Serbia's Davis Cup number two. Let's say that. And especially in an indoor scenario, right? Like when it's indoor hardcourts, uh, you might see Medvedevic playing alongside Djokovic in Davis Cup pretty soon. If Nola is still going to be playing it, because of course he his sort of let's say I don't want to call it interest, but like his Davis Cup participation was also like up and down over the years. But it it is very possible that even if Medvedevic is not Serbia's number two uh, in the rankings, he might be Serbia's Davis Cup number two very soon. Because well, indoor hard he he does have a higher upside than all of these other guys. Uh, maybe way, I, do think, like a I do think it's also or safe no. to say that you know Djokovic's protege here has and you know undoubtedly freed himself of financial assistance. Yeah, and maybe of that sort of moniker as well. Like, yep. I hope that for the general public, this is the moment when he sort of stops being Djokovic's protege and becomes yeah. Hamad Medvedevic, the frigging awesome talent from Serbia. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that, of course, yeah. the Djokovic story isn't cool, and and not that we we're not going to. I think, unfortunately, though, as a narrative, it's always going to be mentioned because it's, it's just going to be. But you know, it doesn't have to be the first like main thing, right? When when yeah. when someone is putting out a tweet about Hamat Medvedevic, it doesn't have to be mentioned in every single one of them. Let's say that. Yeah. And um, I I hope that's the case, like that 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 sort of individual personality and. Um, recognition for him has been built through this gender run. I actually don't know how many people, you know, watched it, how many tennis fans. We live in a bubble where yeah, tennis we do. is the most important thing in the world. And <laughs> everyone on tennis Twitter is watching the next-gen finals, but that doesn't yeah. mean that tennis fans are actually watching next-gen finals because very well might be that this event is far less popular than we think. But for us, it was a very good time. And um, yeah, we had a lot of fun doing the commentaries as well. Uh, we you got you guys got like six seven matches probably this week of of the next gen finals commentary. Uh, we enjoyed every single one of these, and uh, yeah, the target as you can see is five thousand subscribers. 
I don't know if we can hit that by the end of the week. Probably not. <laughs> but by the end of the year, it's still possible. We're going to have some off-season content for you as well. But probably this was the last watch-along of 2023 as well. So, well, definitely, because what, what are you going to have? Uh, some exhibitions? Unless there's a watch-along on the 30th of um, December. But, you know, I'm treating that as 2024 already. The 2024 season. Uh, I don't think Nola funding any someone is problematic at all. At all, like why? Why is that problematic? I just, I just wish it wasn't like the only thing people know Hamad by. You know that that that's on my point. Like I don't think it's problematic. It's great that Nola invested his money in it, and uh, that he also chose a great player to invest it in. <laughs> I remember when when this sort of you know um became a, a story right it was maybe around the summer last year and very shortly after that i um was able to see majedovic beating kamil maikshak in the opening round at kozerki at the challenger and i remember watching that and i was like holy hell i mean you you, you invested in a good player Djokovic. i mean that was a that was a really good choice and uh well uh, even if even if he was a very good junior, even if he had some massive performances since then, that was like the moment when I felt, wow, I was a I was a good call. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess this is probably gonna be it then. Uh, yeah, I think we got the two best players of the event in the final, and uh, the final pretty much lived up to. Yeah, it did. To the match that we thought it was going to be at the start. So, yeah, it was a good way to finish off the end of the season. And uh, the ATP Tour will resume in about, what, 26 days? So, yeah, the off season is, is actually not that long. And uh, yeah, was this the best next gen final ever? I think it was, right? Uh, I think not, so. not, I'm not talking about yeah. the whole event, I'm talking about literally just the final. the final. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It could have it could have been a little bit better if Fils was a, maybe able to compete with Majerovic because like as a whole match he kind of wasn't able to, but of course you know he got into the yes. two tie breaks he won them, but uh, still the best one we've had and uh, certainly better than the last three straight set affairs. Yeah, a lot more drama and a lot more just uh, excitement I think. Not exactly a match where we sort of have the two players going back and forth, although, you know, in terms of the sets, you could kind of say that. But at the heart of it is the amazing Majerovic performance. And there's a lot of drama with Fields pulling out the two sets, uh, despite having to save multiple set points in both of them. Uh, and in one case, of course, these were also championship points. Uh, but anyway, I guess we've, we've said it all. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Happy New Year, and... absolutely. Um, keep watching the tennis. There's still going to be tennis. There's still going to be some streamed ITFs, at least for a while, not in the Christmas season. There's, there might be some exhibitions. There's going to be two WTA 125s next week. Yeah. Uh, then even then one more as well. I think it's like uh, Auger and Montevideo and then Limoges or... It yeah. might not be Montevideo. It's something in South America. It's the only time of the season where I actually watch WTA yeah. tennis. 
Alicia Park will have to de- Alicia Parks will have to defend. That's all I know. Oh yeah, yeah. And especially considering that for a while it seemed like there's only gonna be one indoor uh, event on the WTA tour in 2024, right? They they now yeah. added Cruz, but uh, mm. yeah, it, it's kind of rough for Parks who defends a, an indoor title. But anyway, yeah, um, I think that indeed is going to be all. Um, we've said it yeah. five times now that we're finishing. And right now, I guess we're really wrapping it up. John yep. isn't back from his Gawain or whatever that was. <laughs> so I'm going to have to end the stream myself. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for, for the attention every uh, every day of the week uh, at yeah. the Next Gen Finals. Such an exciting event. So it was good to live through it with you. And of course, thank you, Vansh, for uh, today's chat and also the, the previous one on Mikkelsen and uh, Majedovic. Yeah, we, good stuff. We, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, and also good to see all the comments coming in and also all the engagement in general on the channel recently because we're hitting 5,000 subscribers and we're fairly close. So if you haven't subscribed, do subscribe. Do check out all the other videos. We've done a lot of content this year. I've also been fortunate enough to go to many tournaments uh, as a talking tennis. Well, mostly John, but also just... uh, (laughs) Yeah. There's also a few of us here and there. So I think, uh, yeah, this year has been very good for the channel. Blogoya says that he was looking at Med, 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 Medjedovic per training in Belgrade and um, yeah, loved his forehand. Absolutely. I think uh, definitely a player where you can see how sound technically he is during the practice. So um, I can imagine that. And uh, yeah, that's going to be it. Then Vansh said it best that there was a lot of content. There's going to be a lot of content as well in 2024 and even in the offseason of 2023. So Keep yeah, I'm sure we'll be that. recapping, you know, some of the best matches that happened this year. Or yeah, off-season stuff is going to be there. Yeah. Don't, don't don't worry. So, so. Um, yeah, keep going. Maybe we'll hit the 5,000 subscribers until the end of the year. If not, we know that, you know, we're still going to get some growth in the first months of 2024. So, um, anyway, um, thank you again. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys some other time talking tennis, as usual. Yep. Cheers. And thanks again. Sports Social Podcast Network.